When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, hello. Hello. Welcome back to Spirit Spirit of the Week. Week. We are so happy to have you. We are so happy to have you on this cold Los Angeles day. It's a freezing point of 60 degrees. I've literally been so cold. We are bundled up. (laughs) I busted out all the fuzzy socks. I'm wearing socks for the first time. I've never seen you in socks. I don't like wearing socks. My feet, sorry, my toes feel confined, Um, but like... (laughs) I get like I get to the point where I get you know it gets to sixty degrees, and I need socks, so I I just relent. Like I I didn't know that about you, but I did know this about you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah. This week we have Go stories that uh, some of our friends sent in, yeah. and like legit listeners yes. have sent in, and I I my face hurts. I don't know if you yeah, can. We, I mean. Cr- <laughs> Our first, like, real listeners. I feel so... Ooh! I love it. I love it. I can't wait to hear it. Real, live listeners. Yes! Okay, so... So, more of you. Yes. Chime in. We want to do more of these episodes. Yeah. As you can tell. Email, voicemail, whatever. You get it. Let's get to the stories. Yeah! Okay. Okay. So... Our first story is... Our first story is something a friend sent in. Very short and sweet. Okay. My sister bought a necklace at an antique shop, and I kept seeing a ghost walk into the room wherever it was being kept. One time, she was just standing in the room, and I thought it was my sister until I realized my sister was sleeping on the futon next to me. Oh. We often fell asleep in our bonus room because TV. So, yeah, yeah, spooky necklace story, very Scooby-Doo. Okay, you saw something. Again, I will say this again to every ghost story. If you saw something, like, I don't understand how you can be so casual or cavalier about it. It's like, ah, eh, short, sweet, whatever. And I'm like, no, you saw something. You thought it was your sister. They must have, like, a higher level of, like, chill than chill. I do. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I could agree with that. But yeah, but I mean, I'm 100%. Like, I'm very much a huge lover and um, advocate of um, secondhand. It was my New Year's resolution to only buy secondhand clothes. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, like, underwear and, like, you know, intimates I buy new because that's hygienic. But, like, I've not bought a pair of shoes that are new this year. I haven't bought pants, shirts, Everything has been from vintage stores, consignment stores, thrift stores, off of Poshmark, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so I'm a huge advocate for, like, secondhand stuff. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm a huge believer in, like, something taking on, like, a life of, especially, like, jewelry. Jewelry seems to be jewelry a little bit more seems... of, like, a holder of things. Yeah. There's yeah, a lot like, of emotion at- I, attached to jewelry. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Especially if it's, like, nice jewelry. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I, I like I hundred percent could see something attaching itself to a piece of jewelry and then like following it wherever that piece of jewelry ends up. And I also love that. Mm-hmm. Like I have a ring on right now that's like from I bought it in London, and the man who sold it to me was like, yeah, that's like nineteen hundreds, mm-hmm. like early nineteen hundreds. Um, like this used to be the fashion, and I love it. I, I absolutely think that that things or energies attach itself to it's just like when i die i hope that people have my stuff there's nothing in my life that i have right now that i think i would be like no no one can have it like i i would be much more at peace if i was like sweet someone got all my cool graphic tees yeah someone got all my cool like video games yeah i i wear all of my like my grand, my dad's parents who have both passed away. I have like hats from them. I have my grandfather's um, military badges mm-hmm. and like his wife's, my grandmother's scarves. I love that idea because yeah. that's just like a way of like unconsciously bringing those people along with you as you move forward without them. And I think that also happens when you pick up jewelry or other items that you don't even know those people. Ooh, I love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Hope that is a good ghost for you. She sounds cool. She's chill. Love it. Okay, next one. Ooh, ooh, we're moving. We're moving. So next one, this one, this is my friend Megan. She didn't necessarily, like, chime in, but I talked to her. Submit anything if you have a ghost story. And she was like, don't you remember our ghost story? And I was like, oh! Um, But basically, me, Megan, and our other friend Mandy had gone for, like, a weekend girls trip to Seattle. None of us had been to Seattle before. Um, what I noticed about Seattle is like on the weekends, especially when the weather is nice, the city just vacates itself. Like everyone in the city just goes outdoors and camp. Like they go out to camping. Like the people okay. that live, in the, most of the people in Seattle are just super outdoorsy, obviously, because they have the best beautiful landscape around them and they so easy access to national parks and to mountains and they get the hell out of the city and they go enjoy like the outdoors. So during the weekend on like a holiday, people are usually gone. Um, so that's what ended up happening to us. We like came to Seattle and we were just like, wow, no one's here. Um, so it, it was like a little creepy. It was just weird mm-hmm. um, to be in a city that large with not a lot of people there. And we had rented an Airbnb and the physical place had used to be this like turn of the century market. So it was like, all kinds of goods and, and produce were sold and they had like all these like framed photos of what it used to look like when it was a market mm-hmm. and so it definitely had some history fast forward to so we're staying in this really old historical 
building. And nothing too crazy happened, like, during our main stay there. But our friend Mandy had gone to, like, meet up with, like, an uncle that she hadn't seen in a while. So it was just Megan and I left there to, like, pack up the bags. And we were going to meet Mandy out and then all head to the airport. So we were, like, packing, packing, packing. And then I, all of a sudden, was missing a shoe. And I had one. It was like a boot, almost to the knee boot. So like not a small shoe that's easily lost, mm-hmm. like a boot. We were like ready to go, except for this freaking boot just could not be found. So we're like looking everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Probably like 45 minutes of looking for this shoe. And I was like, I can't leave. Like, I can't leave. I only brought two pairs of shoes yeah. and this is my favorite pair of boots. And you would we're look not so sus if you like came to the airport with one with shoe one on. Shoe. Yeah, I was like, there's no way. Um, so we were looking, 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 and all of a sudden, like, both of us just stopped, looked at each other. Like, there was just, like, something in the air that made us stop and stare at each other for a second. And then Mm -hmm. Megan turned, looked on the staircase, and in broad, clear sight, the boot was sitting on one of the stairs. (gasps) Both of us froze and just shot up grabbed our shit i grabbed the boot and we ran out of the airbnb like so that doesn't necessarily sound like oh ghost but like that boot wasn't there yeah that boot was not there and if it was a ghost if it was a person whatever it decided to be whatever it does it is it came back out and put it deliberately somewhere for you to find so whether that was a ghost or a person that's both are just as creepy. Both are just as creepy. Yeah. And, like, we had gone up and down those stairs where it was sitting in the middle mm-hmm. several times to be like, did you really check upstairs? Did yeah. I, was I even, I didn't even sleep upstairs. Like, I slept on the couch downstairs. Why would it be upstairs? Well, let me just go check just in case you were, like, dicking around up there. Yeah. So, like, we had gone up and down those stairs. So it's not like we weren't looking near the stairs. Mm-hmm. It just... Uh, out of nowhere all of a sudden it was just sitting on the stair Mm -mm. and like like i said megan is like a very practical very highly educated i mean not that that necessarily means any but she's like clear head like can very much focus on things um very intelligent the fact that like she was terrified she was like nope let's go let's go let's go and we ran out and the both of us were like shaking like it was such a like a we both like felt it in our bones. We were like, uh-uh, uh-uh, we gotta get out of here. We've overstayed our welcome. We gotta go. I don't, I, I don't know because it was, it was, it was holding us in that place. Yeah, like longer because we had to search for the boot. So I'm not really sure like if something was trying to be told to us. Maybe, yeah. maybe we don't leave yet or like I don't know. It was just so weird. It's so weird and unexplainable. Ugh. It like sends <laughs> chills down my spine. Just like that doesn't happen. And that yeah, that wasn't that shoe wasn't there. And then it was. If you had seen it upstairs in the corner and you were like, I know it wasn't there, that would still be creepy. It would still but be the creepy. Deliberate the deliberate middle of the stairs. Yep. In mm. plain view. Like, yeah. it wasn't like, uh, it just, it didn't match the, I think the stairs were like white. Like, the boot was like a beautiful cognac color. <laughs> like, it is, like, you don't miss that. You don't miss this big ass boot yeah. on the stairs. Mm-hmm. So the fact that all of a sudden it was just there, we were like, uh-uh. So that's a very short story long, but, like, 
Creepy. That's a story it did that I completely job. forgot about. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. So yeah, if anyone has any stories like that, that counts too. Send them in. Yes, I hope we're bringing up a lot of recovered memories for everyone listening. <laughs> Good recovered memories. Swiftly moving on. This week's Spirit Award goes to the household demon. Uh, no one wanted you here. No one likes you there. You're really creepy. And, pay rent. Uh, like the lady said, pay rent. So this story is from one of my best and one of my oldest friends. She is the most delightful little unicorn in this world. And I love her. Hi, Neela. She listens. Oh, yeah. She listens Hi, to Neela. our podcast. I love her. What's up, girl? She listens while she takes baths. Um, anyways, Neela writes in, My boyfriend passed away in high school. It was a drug overdose. He was buried in another town about an hour away that I was completely unfamiliar with. I found out from his mom that his headstone had finally been placed on the grave, and so I decided to drive to Galesburg, Illinois, to see his grave. It was before I had a smartphone. Well, I think it was before smartphones existed. I don't know that I did not know the town at all. I found a cemetery and was driving around this huge cemetery, but something told me that I wasn't in the right one. His mom wasn't answering her phone, and I leave that cemetery and somehow found this other one. I think that this is the right one now. I've never been there before, and so I don't really know why I would have known that. Something tells me to stop. I stop, get out of the car, and his grave is at my feet. (gasps) There are a million people buried there, and my first stop was at his grave, and I couldn't see it in the headstone from the car because it was a flat one. I feel like he led me there. Oh my gosh. I 100%, that's the end of the story, but I 100% believe that he led her there. I, yeah, absolutely. Like, that is too spot on. Yeah. Absolutely. She had no guidance other than, like, the town and like so we both grew up in Peoria Illinois and it has all these tinier um cities and towns and townships um around it around it around it and Galesburg is one of them you know Illinois is super flat all the towns look the same and so I can like almost see her just like driving around not knowing the town just kind of like wandering and like finding these cemeteries it's like intuition or like guidance and it's like to have that feeling that like I'm in a cemetery but this isn't it and to not even know where the next one would be or if the next one is yeah. it. To just be like, nope, this is the decision and I'm going. And then to have that feeling telling you to stop and you stop and the headstone's right there, flat on the ground. Yeah. Like, a hundred percent. Yeah, how could you not believe that something was talking to you yeah. at that point? Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, that is super sweet. Yeah. Um, I'll leave out names because I don't want to call anyone out, but I had um, a friend of mine who I grew up with we went to the same grade school and then all the way through high school and he was just like always part of our friend group um we dated when we were in fourth grade Mm -hmm. um but his father passed away but his dad was just the coolest funniest sweetest guy ever just like everyone knew him ever like they're a big family they're really big into like the theater scene that I was into and he had died and I, I had moved out here and they were still back in Illinois. And I felt so 
sad that I couldn't go to, that I wasn't close enough to like make it a point to go to the funeral. And that night, like the night before his funeral, I had a crazy vivid dream where I was just sitting on a park bench and his dad sat down next to me and just was like, it's okay. I totally understand. You don't need to be there. Like, you know, I'm fine. Like, I'm really, really good right now. Like, Mm -hmm. and I just woke up crying because, like, I hadn't seen him and I, I haven't seen him in a while. But, like, he was a big part of my life growing up. Yeah. Um, and I just, like, felt like he, like, there's a connection. I think there's connections between souls as you pass through life. Mm-hmm. And I think those people can, like, lead you via dream or lead you via just feeling or intuition. But, like, there's something about my unconsciousness that, like, knew that I needed him in my dream that night to, like, give me however unimportant I am to that situation to give me, like, peace to be like, it's okay, okay. Well, yeah, I wouldn't even classify it as an unimportant situation because... I'm saying me, to that situation, like, I was such an unimportant figure in that... No, that's what I mean. Like, you're you're not to this person, obviously, because they were going around and probably talking to a lot of people in their dreams who needed it that I imagine he probably visited many people whose lives he touched. Yeah. Like in any way because he's just such a positive force mm-hmm. um that yeah I imagine that he visited several people and that if I were to canvas yeah people that kind of were like on the outer lines of his circle like yeah. they'd probably say the same thing because yeah. I think a lot of people just like felt that death really hard yeah um even outside of his immediate family so yeah I, I do believe in those like those connections and those those people yeah. kind of after they're done they they lead you places and mm-hmm. they, they talk to you and that kind of stuff so, yeah. yeah, and I think the ones that, like, leave such a hard, uh, usually startling impact, as this sounds like, where mm-hmm. it's, like, I feel like something was just ripped away from me so fast, mm-hmm. and the person who can help can't help me, mm-hmm. and that person has to come by and just be like, it's okay, you're yeah. gonna get through this, you know? Mm-hmm. I think those people are, like, always watching out for us. Like, yeah. the ones that's like, they were taken too early. It's like, they have to come by and kind of say goodbye to you so yeah. that you don't think, like, what is the point of life if someone like this could be ripped yeah. away? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Anyways. Anyways. That's really sweet. That was really sweet. Thank you so much, Nilo, for emailing me. Yes. What a crazy story. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Okay. My so we have a email... Okay, should I read this, or do you want a popcorn read? What What does popcorn read mean? Where you, like, go back and forth. Ooh, should we try that? And if it sucks, <laughs> we can cut it out, and you can do it over again? It was more like, you know, remember in high school, popcorn reading? <gasps> yes! There you go. Yes! Yes. Okay, yes, I do remember that. I, that always, I hated that. Yeah, I did I, too in I school. I didn't like being unprepared. I don't know, like, I would, like, fumble, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to, like, fumble on my reading and then have everyone laugh at me. Well, I was never officially listening to the reading because yeah. I was reading ahead every word you, that I was going to mess up ahead of time. If you knew what section you were supposed to read, I would count ahead and be like, oh, yeah. this is my section. And yeah, I'd read You're like, I'm going to say it like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if it was, like, literature and mm-hmm. it made us read, like, Shakespeare. Yes. And I'd be like, thine apple is <laughs> in thy butt. Like that, I just so I could say it so dramatically. I want to be an actress. I need to sound good. And you know, everyone in class is like, "Ugh, the theater kids!" Like, I hate having Seriously? English with them. <laughs> yeah, I have. Mean, yes, absolutely. So here is our first story from Emily. It says, "Hi, Spirit of the Week Pod Gang." Oh, hi, hi, Emily. 
Hi. It's so nice. I didn't really think I had any stories, but thought of a few that I thought you all would find very interesting and funny. So here it goes. I'll start with the creepy-ish one. As a teenager, I started experiencing sleep paralysis on a regular basis. I honestly don't remember the frequency, but I can distinctly remember that the first time it happened, I was a sophomore in high school, and at that time, my dad was in the hospital for cancer treatments, and my older sister and I were visiting him after school one day. His room had two beds, one being empty, unoccupied at the time. Being an insomniac teen, I was tired and took a nap on the empty bed. (laughs) Marty getting scared. Oh, God. The next thing I remember... I started sweating. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) The next thing I remember was waking up to his nurse or doctor coming in, hearing them, but not being able to move at all. It was terrifying. I was trying to scream and kick or move my arms, doing anything to snap out of it. I did eventually and shook it off as a dream. All right, I'm going to pass it to you. Okay. It happened a few more times, and I talked to my mom about it. She didn't seem too concerned. But I guess that's due to my dad having cancer and dealing with three other kids. She, that's, I mean, that's I guess fair. she does. I guess she has I a I guess point. she has other things going on. Um, she jokingly mentioned that my aunt believes it happens when a spirit is hovering over you. Mm. Not exactly a comforting thing to tell your 15 to 16 year old. Mm-mm. Agreed. Agreed, Emily. After hearing her say that, I could never shake that whenever it happened. But the creepiest time was when I was dreaming I was asleep and heard a whispered voice say my name like it was right next to me. Nope. Nope. And it's you (laughs) now. Not all the times were that spooky, although still pretty terrifying to wake up and not be able to move or talk. It hasn't happened in several years since moving across the country and living in brand new home. But I'd like to believe it's caused by stress, lack of sleep, or other normal reasons. It seems a little coincidental to me that I've completely stopped. I'm still stressed and don't don't have the best sleep schedule. Girl, I feel that. Mm. Now for the funny slash I'm that kind of Catholic. I'll keep it short. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) This also happened when I was in high school in Kentucky. I woke up in the middle of the night to my bed violently shaking back and forth. My... Ooh, okay. My first thought was a tornado, but quickly realized it wasn't storming and there weren't any in the forecast. So my next logical thought, demonic possession. 100% a demon was coming to possess me. After a few seconds, my bed stopped and I ran downstairs to my mom, who was also awake and experienced the shaking. Turns out Kentucky is on a fault line and it was just an earthquake. Girl, I feel that in my soul. Oh my god. After, that Catholic upbringing. Yeah, you're like, well, this is it. <laughs> the uh, Lord has come in to take me away. <laughs> I've been so bad. I've been so bad. Um, Also, 13 years of Catholic education tends to make you very irrational and always assume demons for anything. That's all I got for now, Emily. Oh, my God. Girl, my love. Yes. We definitely understand this. A hundred percent. I, even now, I always just think demons are coming to take me away. It's always, it's always part of, you know, if I have to search through, like, how do I explain this, that thing that's happening right now? At least one of five is demons coming to drag me to hell. Thanks, Catholic. 
upbringing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, big oh fat god. book. Oh my god, what a good, what a good email. Like, yeah. Oh, if oh. I ever had, like, I I hear so many stories about sleep paralysis that I'm terrified of getting sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. Like, I keep thinking that the night that I watch it in a movie happen or Ooh, read like a story about haunting it. Haunting of Hill House, that yeah. whole, like... Like, I feel like it's gonna... It's inevitable to happen to me because I saw it and maybe, you know, dreams are a way of, like, decompressing the day. Now that you know it's something that can happen, yeah. you... Yeah, I think maybe it's gonna get... Yeah. 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 And I'm... Ugh, thank God it hasn't happened to me, but, like, I'm terrified. Also, let me put out a plea to Emily. If if you know that tape I'm talking about that they made us listen to, remember when I told you mm-hmm. I mentioned like a, this weird like Catholic tape that they gave us in school that like talked about the Bible or whatever yeah. stories, and the devil came on like mid whatever and made you super terrified. Hey, girl, if you if you have that experience too, let me know. I Yo. just need to find someone else who remembers this tape because even my sister was like, what are you talking about? Like, I've never this heard is of that. calling all Catholics, anyone out there, especially yeah. if you really grew up in like the 90s. Those are your childhood yeah. memories. Like, let us know if you've seen this because yeah. I don't think I've seen this. I Yeah, I mean, it, it, like I said, it's a t- cassette tape and even my sister was like, no, I don't, that doesn't ring. She was like, I like can't even fathom what you're talking about because like, I don't, <laughs> what? What? What are you fucking talking about? Um, so, like, clearly I might be alone on this. Maybe. I should ask my sister. Maybe that was my demonic possession. Oh. Maybe that's just, like, the words that were rumbling in my brain. Yeah. No, it's not. It's a tape. I bet I could find it if I went home for the holidays. <laughs> I bet you my sisters probably know it, and I should ask them because they actually went to, like, a Catholic school. Oh, yeah. It, like, I just went Catholic- to CCD. No, no, no. This is a Catholic school thing. DM us if anyone knows what I'm talking about or, like, has something similar or whatevs um but thank you emily that was awesome thank you so much that oh that that made me sweaty yes yeah that made me sweaty. story made me start sweating and i've been cold all day so that's yeah that's that's good reminder it's 60 degrees here in la it's, it's, it's officially freezing. winter yeah you I'm know gonna it's winter like, when i put my socks on i have to get my snowshoes out oh. like pretty much <laughs> Okay, so we have one last story for you guys. Rick's demon story. Uh, I'm so excited. Thanks for sending in, Rick. Oh, gosh. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, okay, go, okay. Go, okay. Go, go. Let's do it. Okay. This is my submission to Spirit of the Week. Uh, here okay. we go. I'm going to tell you. What a podcast. He's voice. got a great voice. Yeah. <laughs> a fucking demon. Ooh. So it starts off first with a few friends hanging out. Of course, that's how most stories start. So I'm at my friend's house, and it's a bunch bunch of us you know she invited all of us pretty much to her house after we went to go see a movie uh beforehand so all we all went back to her place and uh we've been friends for a long time i'm gonna call her k just for now but yeah uh, i've been friends with her for a while everyone has been friends with her probably more than uh, i was but i've already at this point i've already known her for about i'd say a good four years maybe a little bit more um, but I've never been to her house. That's the thing. I've never been to her house. So this would be a, actually the first time. Like I've gone to like pick her up and take her to places and drop her off at her house. But I've never actually been to her house. And uh, so this was kind of sort of the first time, you know, being actually inside the house. And uh, so, yeah, everyone's having a good time. Everyone's talking. Some people are talking outside on the patio. Some people are inside. Um, days going by fine or the night's going by all right. And then it just gets uh, later and later to the point where it's, you know, people are starting to go home. 
Um, I go inside because I was sitting outside. I go inside to use the restroom. And then when I came out, I decided, you know what? I'm actually getting kind of tired. So I just sat on the couch in her living room, just sitting there. And then, uh, you know, people notice that little by little, everyone's coming inside the house because it was getting cold. You know, later it came down to just about four of us that were just hanging around in their living room. Uh, and as you know, the time went on, it was already probably about 1am at this point. And uh, most people have left. And the three of us that stayed, I ended up, I think I just passed down on the couch because that's all I remember is like having a conversation with everyone inside the living room with the four of us in the living room and then just passing out. So I pass out on the couch. Uh, everyone else pretty much is gone by the time like I wake up. Uh, probably around 3.30 a.m. Uh -oh. or so. Uh -oh. So yeah, everyone's -uh. already gone. And Go back to sleep. Yeah, that's like, oh, time. Shit, I fell asleep, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, what, like, what did I, like, what am I doing? Like, she probably doesn't care. That's cool. I'm just going to stay here. Um, so I have those sleepy eyes, you know, and uh, I get up again. Uh, I have to use the restroom. I go use the restroom. I come back. Try to fall back to sleep on the couch. Uh, I'm not alone, by the way, too. There's uh, another friend of hers passed down on the couch, too, um, on the other side of the couch. So as I was falling asleep, I started hearing a tapping slash crawling. Oh, if no. that makes mm -mm. sense. I'm thinking, oh, great. You know, there's probably rats, you know, in the ceiling or something. But then I remember, no, wait, she had a two-story house. I'm like, I wonder, like, could they be in between the floors Ooh. i don't know but it didn't really bother me too much uh as i was falling asleep it just kept getting louder and louder and louder oh no okay there's something <laughs> in here like i know she has a cat but uh she the cat usually sleeps with her in her room from what she said so i didn't really think much of it so i started thinking like okay if it's not her cat it definitely doesn't sound like a rat like what is it and at this point i was also kind of afraid to open my eyes back up too because beforehand we were kind of telling like a few spooky stories here and there and i was like kind of freaked out um i do scare easily so yeah but yeah so Same, Rick. Um, i ended up falling back to sleep i wake up again it's like i think maybe like 20 minutes went by when i woke up again it's hard for me to sleep at someone's house usually but i was pretty tired like i open my eyes and then like i see I don't know how to describe it. It's like I see these two like claws <gasps> like peeking out from like think think about an ant with like grasshopper arms and like uh, claws. What? At the end of the grasshopper's arms <laughs> instead of like, you know, their small little hands. Just like peeking out from around the corner of the stairwell going upstairs. Mm -mm. And I see it and I'm just like I'm frozen. I can't. I can't move like at all. I'm just looking at it. Join like, the freeze club. Like, oh, the freeze I, club. Like I'm trying to talk and I can't talk because I was trying to get the the, the my friend that well it was her friend you know that was sleeping on the couch not too far from me uh, attention and like I just couldn't get the words out. It starts slowly creeping around uh -uh. and then <laughs> it's like it turns its head and like it sees me. And then, like, we lock eyes, and then it just runs, like, right away, like, right back upstairs. Ooh. I'm like, okay, like, I should be the one running away, not this demon-looking thing. Like, I just couldn't move. It was kind of like that sleep paralysis. Like, I don't know if you've ever, ever experienced sleep paralysis, but, like, that's, like, like when See that happened, that's what I had. Like, I just, I couldn't move at all. But I was wide awake, and I was trying to talk, and I couldn't talk. 
and um, gosh, it almost even kind of reminds me of uh, the haunting of Hill House. I don't know if you've seen <gasps> seen it, but yes. I'm sure you have. Like just like laying there and well, I'm not on the bed, but on the couch, trying to move and not being able to. No, thank you. Trying to talk and not being able to. No, thank you. So I don't have any blankets to hide under, so I just close my eyes, just kind of wishing like, please go away, go away. I don't want to see you, and you know, don't come back, and. And yeah, I reopened my eyes and it's, it's not there anymore, obviously, because I saw it run back. But it was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. Like, oh this is on my top God. chart. Like, I've experienced some weird stuff before. I've worked graveyard shift uh, twice in two different jobs. I've worked graveyard shift and I've experienced some stuff, but nothing like this. This was the most creepiest thing I've ever, ever experienced. So I'm trying to sleep. I can't really sleep. I don't want to open my eyes because I don't want to see it like in front of my face like four inches from my face because yeah that's creepy so i'm just laying there you know i started getting the movements you know back into my arms and legs i just wait till the sun comes up and then the sun comes up i'm like okay i think it's okay now and at this point too i kind of had to use the restroom again so like but i didn't want to get up and i really couldn't get up uh so then my friend uh from upstairs comes down at this point it's already like say about 6 30 maybe 7 a.m i'll say 6 30 i'm pretty sure it was 6 30 uh she comes down all you know happy joyful it's a new morning like hey rick like you're awake i'm like yeah i couldn't really sleep last night and then she's like well you look pretty sleepy like we were talking and you just fell asleep i'm like yeah but something happened last night oh like what happened you know and then i told her the story you know like what exactly what i just said about you know not being able to, to move and then Having to see this like demon ant grasshopper claw looking demon thing just like peek around the corner from the staircase looking at me. And then she's like, Oh, you saw that, huh? <gasps> like, what? Yes, I saw that. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, like that's just a demon that we have here in the oh, house. No. Oh. I'm sorry. What? No. Yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't like it when there's a lot of people in the house. <gasps> uh, that's why most people left. <laughs> Like, well, why didn't you never, you never told me about this. Why didn't you tell me? Like, well, you fell asleep. I wasn't, you know, going to wake you up. You oh, peaceful. I'm like, no, no. You know, well, yeah, when I saw that, I couldn't, like, I haven't slept since then. And uh, yeah, it was, she just started telling me all these weird things that has happened in her house. It's not just demons, too. She had, like, <gasps> ghosts in her house as well, too. Uh, not only did she kind of confirm everything, she kind of went over, like, like, this house was just, it's just, she's had nothing but problems ever since her and her mom moved in this house. Like with ghosts and like the demon was like the biggest entity that was in this house. But yeah, like they just somehow managed to live with it inside the house. And, you know, they don't bother it. It doesn't bother them type of deal. I don't know how they did that. Oh? Yeah, that was uh, very scary. Didn't sleep pretty much, you know, well for like the next few weeks because of that. (laughs) I would Uh, not. Never really stayed at her house after midnight <laughs> uh yeah so yeah that was really creepy but she has like she has like all these stories she went into it she had like all these different stories about like how things in her garage started moving um like boxes were just that she knows she placed in one place moved to like the other side or like uh medal like not medallions but like necklaces and stuff like that medallions. Like, you know, jewelry box uh 
just not Boots there into stairs. another place. You know, just like weird things that just happened around her house that she, they're just used to. Um, they did eventually move out of that house. Thank yeah, God. I don't. Uh, from what I remember, because I kind of lost contact with her after she moved, like nothing really else happened as far as like at her new house. Um, I don't really talk to her anymore. That was one of the most scariest things I've ever experienced <gasps> in my life. I can see like, you losing your relationship over something like I that. I don't yeah. recommend people to go out and try to find these things at all because <laughs> it's not good at all. It's, it's it, Yeah, just don't. But yeah, because I've experienced that, like everything else, like dealing with ghosts or, you know, working in the graveyard shift and, you know, things moving, shifting or getting thrown at me. Like that was just nothing compared to what I saw. So, yeah, that's my demon story. Okay. Oh, my. What? Oh, my God. Let me let me just say one thing. I don't like the phrase. Oh, you saw that? I don't. I don't like that. I don't like that. As much as I want an experience to happen and then someone to confirm that it's true, I don't want to hear, oh, you saw that? That means you knew and you're holding back information. And now you're the one hosting parties. So that's a little confusing. Look, there's part of me that understands, like, not wanting to, like... Be alone in the house. Well, not wanting to be alone in the house, but also, like, not wanting to, like... I get, like wanting friends to come over and to host if you like hosting and whatever. And you want people to, like, not come to your house ever. So, like, being, like, low-key about it. Mm-hmm. But then, like, if that, that's a big that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. That's not just, like, a, mm, like, you know, we have a cat. Sorry, you might be allergic to it. I don't yeah. know. That's when it's like, mm, we have a demon. Mm-hmm. Like, huh, that's, that's, that's a huge thing to leave and he, out. He's very curious about the people who stay here. Yeah, Sorry. That's, that's a specific Mm-mm. thing that the demon reacts to. So wouldn't you think like, hey, yeah, like time to clear out. Like, you know, probably I'll, I'll buy you an Uber home. Yeah. Like you probably would want to go home. Oh, oh, oh my God. Also, Rick, send in more stories. I, I feel like you have a bunch. And Holy. not only is your voice so soothing. So soothing. Um, but you sound like you're full of stories that I need to hear. This was, oh, that one really Ooh, got yeah, me. Oh, my God. Like, I don't like the, the cl- I don't like claws. Uh-uh. Um, apparently, I don't like grasshoppers anymore. As soon as he said, <laughs> I heard a crawling sound. Yeah, I don't like crawling. That, that sent chills down, Mm-mm. like down from my head to my toes, mm-hmm. to my cold toes and socks. I don't like, like it. <laughs> Ever since nope. Ava's story about just crawling up the bed, I'm like, no, oh, yeah, I don't like yeah, that. Yeah. I don't. Well, well, demons crawl. Gross. Ghost linger. Yeah. That's that's what I'm learning. Yeah. Those are their two strong, those are their, each of their strong points. Mm-hmm. Crawling and lingering that's how you know where you're like you good ghost and it starts crawling no, no you a bad ghost no, no. you're not good no. peace out you wouldn't have feet if you were a good ghost <laughs> you just like hover gross Ugh, oh that one got me that yeah. one. that's it that's it oh, those are so fun see ah, i'm just... thoroughly freaked out to yeah. be honest yeah. every time i hear either a in-house guest or call in email in dm in stories like this reminds me like how much i really enjoy listening to other people's ghost stories and encounters and weird happenings crawling creatures no we don't like the crawls but we want to hear about them hear about it i just don't want to have to deal with it thanks again for listening please send us your stories so we can do one of these again please it was so fun yeah anyone who's listening if you have anything if you just have a tiny little blip we'll just add it with a bunch of others and it'll be like a big together blip 
everyone needs the corn at the potluck. Everyone needs the turkey at the potluck. You know, it's like bring your side. <laughs> Says the Texan <laughs> that goes to potlucks. That's how we do Christmas in Texas. Oh, Everyone that. brings it, and it's like the same dish, too. You know, Granny's going to bring the granny yeah. ham soaked yeah. in pineapple. Yeah. We call that Clark in the Park. Oh, My last name is Clark. Is it? <gasps> As priorly mentioned. And so we call that Clark in the Park, and it is my favorite thing. I love it. About being a Clark. Yeah. My granny has something called the Stripe Delight, and if it doesn't show up, we're out of there. Ooh. It's like graham crackers and then kind of like a chocolate like pudding Ooh. and then something else and I don't know, whipped cream and oh. it's it's delicious. It sounds delicious. It's delicious. It delicious. And it's to the point where if we don't like eat enough of it, she starts threatening like, well, I guess I'm not going to make this next time because oh, no. I had to, you know, make it today. And we're like, granny, I'm just like, give me a minute. I'm full. <laughs> like, I just had three plates. I Let me finish. I want the striped delight. Trust me, like send it home with me and yeah. it'll be gone before I'm home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that was our like pretzel salad. So pretzel salad is like pretzel sticks on the bottom and then like red, mm. like cherry jello and then like whipped cream. I don't even know what the hell's in it, but it is good. It is good. But like no one has room for it at the end. But yeah. like everyone, everyone's eats it. Um, anyways. Anyways. Send uh, in your stories so we can add them to the potluck. Yeah. Add them to the Clark <laughs> in the park. <laughs> Thank you guys Thank so you. much for tuning in. And we'll see you next Thursday on Spirit of the Week. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.